we starting, are we? Yeah, it's like, I suppose we better. It's been a while. Yeah, a bit rusty, probably. Yeah, a little bit rusty. Um, so should we start by sort of addressing the elephant in the room? Yeah, yeah, I think so. What is the elephant in the room? Uh, series just sort of ended last, and now we're coming back in. What month are we in? October, November. November, November now. now. Yeah, yeah. Bit of a um, slow start this season, wasn't it? Yeah, we had a good summer, didn't we? <laughs> I don't want to go over sort of what has happened. Um, a few things have happened. A few things have happened. I think... Rovers got promoted. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Um, probably the reason we stopped, actually. Uh, I didn't want you to get all weird about it. Um, and it was a farce of, of sort of a last day, wasn't it, really? Why is that? Well, you know, a result like that just kind of well, really just took the mick out of the competition, didn't it? It was just sort of such a shame. Bit of a blight on the EFL, really, just to let, you know, seven goals in. Um, I, I, I'm sure there's a hint of match fixing going on somewhere. Um, but it's nice to see you doing well, isn't it? And, you, you know, you got your day in the sun, which was nice. And now you're in the dizzy heights of League One. The gap is getting smaller. The gap is getting smaller, but there is still a gap and a long way to go before you close that gap. Is there? Um, is it a long way? Yeah, I think so. I think it'd be naive to think that you're going to go up this season, wouldn't it? It's not naive to think you might go down, though. Uh, no, I don't think we'll go down. I think we're a nice, comfortable mid-table team. Obviously, away from the football, loads has happened. Indeed. Um, we've got a, a war. Russia declared war on Ukraine. Um the UK has had three prime ministers, which makes it sound like we've been away for ages, but it isn't that long, is it? Um, Queen's died. Tesco meal deal has gone up to £3.90, which is a travesty. That makes it feel like we've been gone ages. Yeah, yeah. 90p is a huge increase. That is massive. Um, and Bristol City have managed to go from just below mid-table in the championship Um to well, they're now just below mid table in the championship. Would you say just below mid table or bottom quarter? I suppose. Uh, would you say glass half full or glass half empty? I'd say just below mid table. Um, oh, and <laughs> I'm really not looking that good. Uh, we have got the game on in the background, so obviously, if you hear some weird noises, then I'm watching City Chef United. I'm convinced you've sort of organise this for tonight because so you can watch Bristol City on Sky Sports uh, I've got the ability to do that at home oh also yeah I should address we don't live together anymore do we no no I have noticed there's a lot of soft furnishings around the house that we I never had the luxury of enjoying mm. um, and obviously I was just doing a little snoop around earlier I did notice the matching pyjama set on the back of your <laughs> uh, back of your door your bedroom door I assume you know the embroidered one that says Koopy Bear." <laughs> was that you? Is that you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, nice. I organised that. Yeah, what a lovely set, a lovely yeah. set. So yeah, you so you moved in with your girlfriend. Um, yeah. And you moved in with your mum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not similar <laughs> situations at all. I would like, you know, I I would like to ask, you know, what is the main? You know, it's been a while. When did when did I move out of here? Um, July, August. Um, G- uh, August. August. <clears throat> what? Um, what's the main difference with moving your girlfriend in? Um, Apart from the obvious. What's the obvious? Well, the matching pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, feels cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, which is no, no, no disrespect to you. It's just living with a girl is probably cleaner. Yeah. 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 Um, Looking around, you can actually see 
some sort of tabletop, which is nice. Yeah, I've got a bread bin in the cupboard. Yeah, it's all gone a bit crazy, to be honest. But um, no, I'm happy for you, mate. I'm glad. Got a laundry basket that's a recycling bin. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you'd never catch me doing that. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's nice, mate. I, you know, I like what you've done with the place. Um, or is that is it new you? sofa? Yeah, new sofa. Is it you or is it is it? Uh, is it me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it would just been would have nice to have had some of the luxuries. Lots more plants around. Um, yeah, yeah like I like it, mate. Plants feel like they have a responsibility when you get plants. Yeah, and it feels a bit needless. It is. It's needless worry, isn't it? Mm. You know, yeah, life stressful enough without you got, you got to water them and look mm. after them and. Yeah, I mean, looking around, there is a cactus which doesn't need that much water. I'd imagine. Um, but yeah, no, uh, uh, you know, it, um, we've now started again, haven't we? We, we, are we going to call this season three? Yeah, season three, isn't <laughs> this it? This is good. We've never started a season on time or completed a season, but that's, no. that's the, the beauty of this podcast. Yeah. I think we just do it when we fancy it. Look, look, all right. We'll put it out into the ether. And also just to say, we, you know, we've returned, um, literally no one asked. It was just us, really, wasn't it? We, it's backed by sort of unpopular demand, I suppose. I bet that guy in Thailand's devastated, though. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to know what they're up to. Um, if they're not listening to this, what are they up to now? Yeah, maybe um, they a new podcast. Maybe, maybe. Hopefully one less flaky than us. But the idea is hopefully to pull one of these out every couple of weeks, right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I love it because I, I think if we listen back to the start of season two, I think four episodes in, season two starts, um, I think we said similar. So it would be a nice challenge, I think. Yeah. We, you know, World Cup coming up. See if we can get to see, uh, 10 episodes of season three. 10. 10 is, is a nice benchmark. No, I like it, mate. I like it. Anyway, a lot. let's get going. Let's crack on. You're listening to Brizzle Kicks, the sound of Bristol football. I'm Coops. I'm Patrick. And we're back. By unpopular... <laughs> I think there's a few people in Brazil that are wondering where we are. I'd like to think so. That's right. We are back. <laughs> and here we are. Mm-hmm. So, Stephen, what's been going on? Bristol Rovers are getting a new badge, apparently. Or crest, what do you emblem, crest, badge? What do you call it? Uh, I think it's badge, it's got to be badge, hasn't it? Yeah, 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 team badge, kit badge. Get your badge on show, yeah. It'd be nice if they had a stony on the arm, <laughs> yeah, just get the badge in. They surely that they, they'll be uh, stone on should be getting into sort of football kit manufacturing soon. You'd like to see it'll be someone like PSG, won't it? Or um, Real Madrid or England. It, a Stone Island England kit. Yeah. Can you imagine the numbers on that? I'd like to see a Burberry as well, sort of do the well, reverse Bur- of it. Burberry away kit and Burberry Stone, away. Stone Island in, uh, home kit. Stony home, yeah, you know. And then you could always be able to get the badge in. It's a really nice marketing yeah, tool, really. Play to the demographic. I absolutely think so, and I think you'd do some numbers in sales, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd like to see a few, few people out in Qatar dressed head to toe in Burberry. <laughs> Um, oh, including the team including the team <laughs> the um, but yeah do, do some numbers on that kit um, but the gas 
the gas are on about changing their badge, aren't they? Well, they've consulted the fans. Well, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I submitted, which meant I got uh, a reply to that they sent out to the club, which is doing the rounds. So, <clears throat> so that, yeah, you got the blanket, but you didn't, you know. You're not you're not a part of the sort of like design team or anything like that. You just sort of was like, I'm not happy, or, or were you happy? No, I was. I I don't mind our pirate. Yeah. I just thought it needed to be sort of modernised a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. brought into something that that can be used a bit more. Yeah. Um, but it it came back. Um, so the first bit is the survey highlighted that a majority, fifty two percent. Is fifty two percent a majority? Very slim majority. Fifty two percent is like. I'd imagine what's happened there is they've got sort of 49% and they've gone shit, shit. Now we can't, you know, change it. Mm. So they've then gone around and asked all their mates to submit. Yeah. Go through and then they go, happy days, we're up to 52, lovely jubbly. Can oh, I ask out of how oh, many people were up? Oh, they didn't say that. It's just an open survey. So it could be 52 out of maybe 10. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, and more likely, yeah. But yeah, it might have been 50-50, and they go to the marketing team, oh, can you just submit a few more responses? Yeah, get, get, tea lady, get yeah, everyone involved. That's very Brexit, isn't it, for 52%. Yeah, it was very slim. Mm. Um, yeah, anyway. But yeah, no, 50% not wanted to change the badge, 52% were open to changing the crest, therefore the club has taken deci- the decision to further explore our options. So it was just open. It wasn't actually let's 52% let's change the crest. Right. Right. I'm open to a lot of things, yeah. but I wouldn't like it to happen. No. Yeah. So yeah. surely that, that to me says, let's leave it. Yeah, that's not enough people mm. for us to go, happy days, this is going to keep people happy. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. But they've still decided to explore it, mm. um, which is actually comedy gold in my opinion. When City changed their badge, did they uh, do anything like this um, or just change it? Yeah, yeah. Well... Uh, I think there was some consultation within the sort of the um, within the fan group, but um, but yeah, not not massively. It kind of went to a designers, and I don't remember. I don't remember ever being asked. You just probably looked at Brentford's badgery, didn't you? And then well, it's quite easy, isn't it? And I, I, the reason we changed our badge quite simply was to sell more shirts and to get more kids involved, and they can draw it easier than they mm. could do the old coat of arms. And that yeah. was it. And, that, you know, most of the reasoning was behind they could draw it and it gets kids involved. And do you know what? It's kind of worked. I yeah, think. yeah. No, I agree. Um, I think there's a bit of a dig coming up on Bristol in the survey. Okay. So next bit, through this following survey, we will be looking to further consult with you to help us create something unique that represents the club and how we wish to be portrayed moving forward. Well, you, it's, it's unique, it's, all right. Well, of course it's unique. It's the Bristol Rovers club badge. Yeah. I would, wouldn't like... <laughs> like to think that you know you've got the same badge as any other club mm. anyway so the first bit is firstly in previous survey we asked what phrases of words best define rovers passionate family community strong l- underdogs <laughs> yeah grafters jesus christ i know you're all scaffolders but <laughs> that, yeah um and then it was uh i, I can see the word history there it's um, more history than you, though, isn't it? So. Right, well, uh, still not quite history, is it? You, I'm not sure you're going to go down in footballing history, are you, Mr. Rovers? <laughs> Little one here, Guts. Guts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a few fatties supporting the team. Yeah. Grafters. What is that? Is that Pirates, obviously? Yeah, Pirates, Goodnight Irene, Gas. Right, so... L- loyalty. Good Night Irene is a phrase to... 
Sorry, what are these words again? Phrases that encapsulate Bristol Rovers. Good night, Irene. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. Well, whoever whoever whipped that up on Microsoft fucking PowerPoint <laughs> needs a long, old look at themselves. Longevity is an interesting one as well. Longevity, but... right, right. Well, your stands haven't got much longevity <laughs> in them. Um... And then it was like, what would you like to change about the current crest? A main theme revealed by this question was that modernization of the imagery could be a good thing. Many like the idea of an increased sense of aggression, aggression within the imagery, which it was felt our current pirate lacks. Furthermore, it was noted by many that the crest is not symmetrical, <laughs> meaning it looks out of place. Yeah, well, what I will say is that pirates sort of are genuinely quite aggressive, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I'd never look at a pirate and, oh, look at him. You know, I can't wait to give him a cuddle. Um, he's also holding a sword. I'd say that's pretty aggressive, but yeah, carry on. I'd say Barton's had something to do with this. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, it, it keeps going on, and then it presents us with finally 68% of respondents would be open to seeing the new imagery, with popular answers being cross swords, skull imagery, and an updated pirate. Um, and then these are the images that they said, which of these yeah. would you be open to using? Yeah, I have seen this. Um, I've seen quite a few of them. Yeah, thoughts? Uh, the pirate on the right, uh, it looks more. that looks more rugby league. Not um, that. It looks... Yeah, it looks a little rugby league and a little kind of, I don't know, doesn't look great. Skull and crossbones, been done. It's been done for years. Um, and like the swords thing, looks like Sheffield United, done it, the blades. Mm. So, um, so for uniqueness, straight away, also... The the font as well, I've noticed they've sort of had a little word about. Um, the one in the middle is the old Evening Post font. Um, that one's the Bristol Bears font. And the one on the right, yeah, to be fair, there's nothing really unique about it, is there? You know, they're no. just going to try and commercialise it and, and make it, you know, make it better. Uh, I don't think Skull and Crossbones suggests family-friendly club. Skull and Cross, but pirates sort of, um, you know, I don't know a lot about pirates. They sort of famously kind of pillaged villages and sort of... Um, was it rape, pillage and rape, steal? Rape, pillage and steal, um, which I suppose would probably fit quite a few down there. But yeah, no, um, I, I get it, mate, I get it. I, I understand. What, so are you, are you open to this? Uh, I just think putting the pirate in a modern template as in, you know, like the Bristol City one, put it in a circle. Mm. It's, it had a little dig somewhere about we we, uh, we won't be putting it in a circle template, be, uh, which I think was a bit of a dig at Bristol City. But I well, think also a dig at sort of every football club. Well. <laughs> but yeah, I understand they've got to get their win some way, and if it's through a male chimp survey, <laughs> then fair play, you can have your win. And some, uh, you can sit like remember the Leeds badge it came out that time. Oh yeah, but that was particularly poor, right? Was that the arm? Was yeah, it, yeah, it was sort of a bicep, was it? Uh, pretty much, it was like a man on a, on a badge. Yeah, wearing a white shirt, but um, there has been some stinky badges. I think initially, Bristol City fans took a while to like the new Robin. I think everybody, when they said they were going to bring the Robin back, was quite excited, and we thought, oh, happy day is going to be like the old. Robin, mm. um, you know, with the football and the suspension bridge at the back, but actually, you know, it's works and, and it fit. Do you know what? As much as I hate to say it, it fits our brand at the moment. Um, what, what, is, what, what, what is your brand at the moment? What's our brand? Yeah. Well, it's about introducing new fans, new 
new fans to Bristol City, basically. Mm. Um, I've said this before on the podcast. You see way more kids in town now wearing Bristol City shirts um, than you ever did. Uh, and I, you know, I'm not putting that down to a new badge at all. I'm probably putting it. I'm it's putting it's not. Like, it's not the quality of football. Um, I think the football, the quality of football in Bristol is is the best you're going to get in the city, um, which is you know without that's without a doubt. So a lot of the youngers really are, yeah. A lot there's there's loads of kids at Ashton Gate now, um, and, and obviously it's just trying to build a new generation. So it did work in that sense, and I think it's worked from a Bears point of view as well. Absolutely. Uh, so I think what they've done from a marketing point of view for Bristol sport has been pretty successful. And I think you are right. I think the badge at Bristol City does give Bristol City a bit of an identity from mm. um, Robin yeah. compared to a coat of arms. And there's people have been calling for the coat of arms to come back on the Rovers shirt. Well, that'd be fun. I imagine the field there you lot will have when we... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that'd be nice. That'd be really nice. If you just check, honestly, you can have all our old kit, kit if you want, if you're skin. We got I must be a Maybe that's the, the plan. Stuff Maybe that's a, the in plan. A, in a lockup somewhere. Uh, diet blue. Diet blue, and just change the word to Rovers. Yeah, yeah. no, fair enough. Um, so, in an ideal world, I'd, I would like to ask what it, it, I, I appreciate. This is a podcast, it's not going to be easy. But could you describe the coat, the but new badge that you would like? <laughs> Well, I think, like, you got the badge here, and it's just putting the pirate in the middle. Oh, so instead of having him popping hanging out, over... Yeah, you just put him in the badge, in and, and maybe modernise the font, Yeah, and put it put that as a circle, mm-hmm. and uh, put the pirate in the, in the badge rather than on top of the badge. Do you like the yellow lettering on your... Um, I think it looks a bit Oxford... We do have a bit of an affinity with yellow, though. We have a lot of a yellow away kits. It's okay. a bit yeah. like you with purple, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, purple. But yeah, I guess you don't have purple on your badge. No, no, it's not silly. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, fair enough. I, look, I, personally, as a Brist- even as a Bristol City fan, I think it's a positive step towards making Bristol Rovers a little bit better, right? Um, but deep down, as a Bristol City fan, we're all hoping you fuck it up. <laughs> and I guarantee you it won't be brilliant. Well, the shields look very dated. Yeah. The yeah. fonts look pathetic. You kind of, there is a shield in the middle of this um, that should have the word prefect across the top. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they are like, they're, they're, like the the, they're like the prefect badges, aren't prefect they? Prefect badges. Um, yeah, look, there's the option. Are, are they saying that on here, these are the options you've got? Well, I guess this is this, their, this is their inspiration. They'll move it to the next stage. Right, so what they're basically saying is if 51% of people <laughs> vote for something, they're yeah. having it. Basically, it's, it's, it's one way to get things done, is it just do a vote and just get 1% majority? Yeah, and also it'd be really good to have a chat with whoever's designing this. Um, I don't know what company, I don't know... If it, looks like, it looks like they're doing it on... Microsoft clip uh, I didn't want to say because I'm sure there's a massive design company behind it or at least a decent design company behind it but it does look a little bit clip art yeah what it has done though is, is provided some great uh, content on social media of people suggesting different badges we should get yeah um, yeah sort of cartoon pirates think of better Jolly Rogers <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Bristol, no, sit, Bristol coat of arms. Yeah, no, it's nice, mate. It's nice. It's always good when something big changes at a football club because you're never going to get 100% um, 
of people quite clearly. Mm. Um, you're not going to get 100% people liking it, which does sort of lend itself for social media. Uh, I, for one, cannot wait to see what you come up with. Right, away from Rose's badge developments. Um, mm-hmm. Exil- Exhilarating stuff. <laughs> um, Sunderland, mate. This is your second team, isn't it? Yeah, this was once my second team. Why, um, why not anymore? Well, they were my Premier League team uh, <laughs> no. when I was younger. I yeah. supported Sunderland. So, so were, they, were they your League One team last year? Uh, yeah, I suppose they were. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose they are this. this you watched this a lot of Rovers last, in the last couple of years. Well, that was League Two, actually. So. That was League Two, yeah. So they were your League Two. I'll tell you what, that is poor football down there, isn't it? Um, anyway, Sunderland have banned coins. Away fans bringing coins to the ground. Why? Well, I think there was a cut. There's been a few instances. They they put the away fans for some unknown reason above home fans, <laughs> <laughs> which is just a recipe for disaster, right? Yeah. Um, I do remember Wolves one year. They did that. Um, I got drenched in warm liquid. Do they do that in Nottingham Forest as well, or is it the other way around? Uh, it's Forest as well. Yeah, but. The thing with Forest is that is the the te- the sort of upper tier kind of slants over so much that it's really only the first two rows mm. that are in front. But Sunderland is free reign, obviously, um, and I guess there's not a lot of cash flowing up there, so a lot of away fans decide to throw coins down below. But yeah, they've taken the decision basically that anyone found with coins are going to take off them and give it to charity basically of the away team's oh they're going to give it to charity they're not going to just put, spend it on a new striker or well let's be honest it could be a new PA system <laughs> uh, but all, all look how are you going to police that for a start is there going to be metal detectors um, are we thinking like we're going into Oceana uh, <laughs> where you've got to empty your pockets out walk through a sort of beeper um, and you know what if I'm in the pub and I spend a tenner on a pint, and a pint up there is about three quid, probably. At, at most. Um, what am I going to do with change? Buy another pint. I suppose you just sort of say that it's going to charity. <coughs> but, um, but yeah, I find, you know, banning things um, and kind of banning coins from stadiums, which is pretty mad. But it's sort of got me thinking... Well, they, they got um, place or... Where, where did Rovers play at the weekend? It was cashless. Derby. Derby was cashless. Yeah, so was Ashton Gate. Ashton yeah. Gate is cashless. But, you know, not you know the rising sun outside isn't. But they're probably only banning coins out there because a lot of people carry notes. Well, there's not a lot of notes up there, is there? Um, no. And if they are a note, they probably sort of rub all the ink off in your pocket. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I understand. I just I just think it's going to be impossible to please. And, I mean, how, like, you know, how many stewards are going to be rooting around in your pocket? That's all I'm saying. But you're not allowed, though, are you? You've got, you got to tap. You can't literally put... Can you put your hand in someone's pocket? Um, I don't think you can. I mean, I've never been a steward. Uh, um, let us know. If you're going Sunderland away, you can cover... You can, you can you can, sort of see how much you can smuggle in. What's <laughs> just, nightmare, just take just, just take loads of bags of two peas up. Well, it's a shame, because just around the corner is a Sainsbury's, one of those coin stars is going to change up all my change. <laughs> Um, it's an absolute nightmare but it just got me thinking look coins are uh, pretty n- normal in stadiums so it got me thinking about what what have sort of been in, taken into stadiums that you could never foresee so like you know Sutherland have foreseen 
you know, banning coins. Mm. Um, but it just, you know, strange things have been kind of thrown well, around in stadiums. Well, Rovers, when they play Shrewsbury yeah. away, Weetabix is banned. Weetabix is banned? Yeah. Uh, is there a story behind that that I So when Rovers play, we, every time Rovers play Shrewsbury now, they yeah. take Weetabix. Okay. In because back in the day, yeah, they was they went to one of you know when they used to throw like toilet paper a lot. They don't really do it anymore. No, everyone's no. a bit eco sensitive. Um, or just toilet paper is quite expensive. <laughs> very true. Yeah. Uh, and the local shop didn't have any toilet rolls, so they bought Weetabix and st- they threw Weetabix. <laughs> <laughs> is that a, is that quite a tradition? Or? Yeah, it's a tradition to take Weetabix to Shrewsbury away and okay. throw Weetabix. So they're now there's a banning of Weetabix at Rovers Shrewsbury. Oh, so they have actually, so they obviously print and they've got they no Weetabix. They preempt it, and no Weetabix. Well, it just got me thinking about some of the weirder things. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so, you know, on the sort of same ilk, I guess, as Weetabix, but like a pig's head mm. um, when Figo went to New Camp. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they haven't banned pig's heads. I can't imagine now if you go to the New Camp the new camp you're going to get a list of prohibited items that say that will say pig's head on it um but it's got to be some sort of weird to take a pig's head to a football game no of or, course or not, pre- preempt that no absolutely but i mean our stew is looking out for it also interesting how how do they get that in there i mean there was um someone someone at atlanta um, I think it was Inter Milan versus Atlanta. They stole a moped off of an Atlanta fan, bought it in, and then threw it, threw it onto the pitch. The Holy Vespa. The Holy Vespa. Yeah. Um, so, how, how'd you but that's get... not on the list. And how'd you get it up the stairs? How'd you get past the stewards? Or yeah. even through the turnstile? I know, I know. There's coins, you, you know, I, hard, like hard, I could probably get a few coins. It's hard enough to get yourself through a turnstile, let alone a, a unit. Vespa. Yeah, very good point. But the Italians are a bit laid back with that sort of stuff, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I suppose, yeah, the Italians love it um, with motorbikes when you're thrown onto football pitches. Yeah, you are right. Just, very laid back. Uh, just think about it. Sunderland never thought to ban beach balls. I bet that's not on the list. Yeah. This is what, you know, all of these things that have been thrown on. I, you know, um, there's that story, uh, McAllister was playing, I think it was like Alves or something mm. um, in the UEFA final and he got a dildo thrown at him. And he was saying that the um, Fowler just sort of flicked it up and volleyed it back into the crowd. Um, but I bet that's not on the prohibited list. So I bet I could do it again. You see, it on, when, you, when you board a plane, though, you've got weird stuff you can't take on a plane. Yeah, but there's it's the obvious. It's sharps, it's lighters, it's knives, it's it's sort of needles, it's things like, you know, explosive devices. Of course you can't take that on. But there's not a sign there to say that I cannot pocket some celery and bring it on. Well, Chelsea, Chelsea are banned celery, don't they? Do they ban celery or do they bring celery? Because that that song is a is a, a classic. Yeah, it was something to the FA Cup final, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Steve Bruce has had ca- has had cabbages thrown at him. That I mean, that fits. <laughs> he could do with a few. Cabbages. The best thing about this story, you guys, uh, uh, to say it disappointing is an understatement for a club like this. Before we have even started. The guy who was being questioned, unfortunately, it sums up the society we are in at the moment. There's no respect for anyone. Certainly for someone like him, I'm surprised he knew what a cabbage was. I find the whole thing hugely disrespectful. I can think of much more disrespectful things than having a cabbage thrown at you. And what does, does that reflect on society? Does it sort of reflect that society's in some sort of cabbage abundance? And we're just, you know, 
we're all mm. living in, in the cabbage world. <laughs> what what is he trying to say by that reflects on society? It's a cabbage, Steve. <laughs> but yeah, I just I just thought that was a funny story there. Sunderland the bang coins. Um which is a shame because the new ones are coming out as well. So they might not even get to see them. There you go. You want to set like some stall up outside the turnstiles that sells like one pounds, like a one pound shop. Yeah, maybe. What could what could you balloons? There must be a way. Yeah, for a, for a quid or yeah. you know for for change, spare change. There has to. I mean, flare. Flares. <laughs> yeah. If you had, a, a, yeah, definitely. If you could sell flares for sort of twenty five p, you'd make an absolute killing, I think. Or um, vuvuzelas. Yeah. See, they're not bad. Yeah. So yeah, I'm surprised I don't see more of them. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's Sunderland the Road. Even further away from Sunderland, let's look at Qatar. What's going on there? Um, well, quite a lot of, lot of bad things, but I suppose it's masked in a World Cup mm. coming up. Excited? Yeah. Well, a little bit. A quarter, like, are you still heartbroken from the Euros? I honestly have not, still not managed to watch a replay or any kind of um, compilation. Do you know what I watched? I watched the highlights not that long ago. And what I completely forgot is that England were ahead on the penalty shootout. Yes, they were. <laughs> oh, they were. Yeah. Oh, Coop, thanks a lot, mate. Yeah, they were. Uh, yeah, I'm still not really over that. Also, the idea of a Winter World Cup for me um, is not exciting me. Do you know what's a bit mental is that the last Premier League game is on the Saturday. Seven day, eight days later, England play their opening game of the World Cup. Eight days between a Premier League game and opening of the World Cup. No warm up games. It's, it's, it's just doesn't feel right does it there's something off about it a load of well, I, mean, I, mean, I mean there's a lot off about it there is, <laughs> there is, there is. Look, it's, it's hard to look past that side of it i've seen a lot of people boycotting it and a lot of sort of these campaigns on twitter to boycott um i am sure the pubs will be full i'm sure people will get on board once it starts but i haven't really given it a second thought which i know doesn't set us up good for this but, I mean, um, there's, there's some interesting boycotts. Like the French, I think, have said they're not going to show on big screens in to cities. That's not as hardly a boycott, is it? No, that's just we're not going to. I suppose they're not going to profit from it. Is that what they're trying to say? Oh. I like the de- I like the Danish. Um, well, we're going to wear a red shirt. Like Hummel. Well, they're just going to sort of take all of their branding off. Um, although there is a slight what, what shine is, on the branding, uh, so it's not like they're wearing a complete what's, blank what's, shirt. What, what, what does that show? Well, it just shows that Hummel as a brand didn't want to associate themselves with the World Cup. What? Harry Kane is is he's wearing of, he's wearing a rainbow armband. Wear rainbow armbands, which I think is probably one of the is far more impactful than wearing a kit with no branding. Uh, yeah, I think that's more like looking out for yourself as opposed to looking out for others. Yeah. Um, and Kane's like, you know, going to happy to soak up whatever fine they get. Um, it's it's really. Do you know what it is going to lend itself to? It's going to lend itself to the keep politics out of football um, sort of gang, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we're going to hear a lot of that over the whole time. Um, I've got a mate who lives out in Qatar. 
Um, he's managed to get a few tickets. He said oh, yeah. the stadium's looking really good. Um, I got told today that um, if you someone's found out that you, you've got a basically when when you go over there, yeah. your phone is not accessible from the Qatari government. So they can see. So they're advising people to take burner phones, basically, because you'll they'll be able to see everything on your phone. Which there's no privacy policies. Interesting. That doesn't surprise me in the slightest. No. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot. Going to be a lot of that. I think it's going to be an odd, a really odd tournament. Which is which is why I don't think I'm massively excited. And do you reckon it's going to be fun here? Like, like you obviously. People throwing beer in June and July is great fun when England score. Then that would be mold cider. Yeah, that's going to be hot. <laughs> yeah. um, yep. no, I just I love the World Cup in the summer because of the fan parks outside with the big screens. Right, yeah. they're mint. I'm not going to, mate. You will not catch me in a fan park watching. You know, while it's pissing down with rain and it's freezing cold, and I can't hold my pint because it's too cold. But you're not going to be outside the family, you're going to be in a pub. Well, in an ideal world, I'll be in a pub. I still think the pubs will be full. I think people are still going to support the, the, oh, of the team. Um, it doesn't help that we've been pretty woeful recently watching England. They've been brilliant. Um, so, you know, it'd be interesting. But I, yeah, I, as I sit here now, no, I'm not excited for the World Cup. Um, but the fan parks in the summer, it's probably not your cup of tea, really, if it's hot. Well, I understand what you're trying to get at there. Because <laughs> we, had, we, had, we had some ordeals in Glastonbury yeah, with yeah. sun cream and... Yeah, well, I, no, I, need, yeah, I, I do need to protect my skin. Maybe a winter fan park is It's probably, probably cheaper better. for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd spend a lot of money on sun cream. Mm. Um, yeah, I could probably afford a couple more multiples. <laughs> um, no, look, I, yeah, uh, look, I'm sure the tournament will be fine. I, you know, it's the first World Cup in an Arab country, right, ever. So... Mm. It has to start somewhere, and I think we're all. I think it's easy to say, oh, you know, it's it's not easy. But I think you know they 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 haven't caught up with the Western world in their laws. In in our opinion, in other people's opinions, they think we're ridiculous, right? It's got to be the basis and a start of something that's going to get be- like progressively better and better and better. I think anyway. Um, uh, but yeah, to, to say I'm going to enjoy this World Cup, I think would be probably go too far. Um, but I'll watch it. I'm not going to boycott. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Uh, it's not, not going to be as enjoyable, but I'm still going to watch it. Something to do. Yeah. Those Karens at Christmas are going to have a right old good time, aren't they, when they walk into those pubs? I mean. Yeah, they're not, yeah, you're just ready for sort of a sit down and a meal and you've got Because <laughs> it, it hasn't really been advertised yet either. No, because um, I think... All the media attention on the Premier League, the Champions League, yeah, at the moment, League One, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, the Bristol Post. Yeah, so I don't think um, it's not going to really kick off until a week. The week it'll be like the boxing, won't it? Where you don't hear anything about it until like the last, the few days before, and then it goes absolutely mental. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. what it's going to be like, I think, for the World Cup. You got any early predictions? Of, of what England, England early predictions or anything you think that might happen I reckon, in the World Cup I reckon we'll get quarterfinals in quarters mm. okay. we've had a couple of good tournaments haven't we it's got to dry up at some point we've had our fun haven't we yeah um, um, and you know if Messi wins it 
if Argentina win it, Messi could win it in his 1,000th game. 1,000th game. It is almost set up for um, for a Messi win, right? My early prediction... Or he, he, he play, his 1,000th game is the third and fourth place player final. Well, think about Zidane. What happened to him? What? Well, yeah, last game. Yeah, his last game. He can't really feel sorry for him, though, can you? Well, not really. I, look, I, early prediction, I want everybody to remember this when it happens. Tammy Abraham hat-trick, World Cup final... Um, Messi collects his silver medal in uh, a Make America Great Again hat and drinking a Bud Light with a um, LAFC shirt on. Cool. <laughs> so, Coops, the heavens have opened. And yeah. um, I suppose that'll do us then for series three. Well, sorry, at least, <laughs> <laughs> well, at least, at least the first one. Um, yeah. Off to, off to a stormer. What's that about 35 minutes of podcast brilliance? Absolutely liquid podcast, that, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's not. Look, it's a little loosener. A little loosener. Uh, we hope you'd enjoyed it. Um, obviously, we are still on Twitter yeah. um, at Brizzle Kicks Pod. Um, we've still got the uh, email up, which I can't remember. But do you know, quite, do you know the password to get into it? I ain't got a clue, but um, we'll, we'll we'll find out. And so we'll, send us an email. Send us an email in, and we'll try and dig out the uh, the password. But um, I guess that's all from me. Yeah, we'll see you in season four. See you in season four. Cheers, Coops. Cheers.